everyone. Welcome back to But What Will People Say? I'm your host, Disha Mazeppa, and this is a South Asian interracial relationship and lifestyle podcast. Welcome back for another episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Happy New Year. Starting off the year strong, this is a solo episode, but it is definitely one of the most requested episodes, I think, ever more than the How Do I Tell My Parents is an episode catered to Indian or South Asian parents to help them understand our decisions and choices and help them come around to our point of view. So if you are listening to this episode, share it with your mom or dad. And if you feel like they're willing to listen, then this might be helpful. And if you are a parent tuning in, hi, welcome to But What Will People Say? My name's Disha, and I'm the host of this show. And if your child is sending you this episode, I hope you know it's coming from a place of love and that they are trying to help you understand their decision to date or marry someone outside of the Indian or South Asian culture and that this is just an attempt to help you understand And that's it. And hopefully you can go into it and listen to it with an open mind. And I'm going to try my best to explain as much as I can, or at least give you some of their perspective as a kid who went through it and is now 31 years old. So not so much a kid. So without further ado, let's get to it. Everybody. Welcome, moms and dads, if you're listening. Before I get into today's episode, I want to tell you guys, if you're tuning in and you've never heard the show before, about me. I'm 31 years old. My name is Disha. I was born in Nausari, Gujarat, India. I'm Gujarati. Um, and then I moved here when I was little, around like four years old. And I grew up here in the United States. I live in New Jersey. And my husband, who I've been married to for five years, is American. He's white. Um, His grandparents are from Italy and Ukraine, Um, but for all intents and purposes, he's pretty much American. Um, And that's why I do this show. The show is catered to other Indian or South Asian kids who are dating outside the culture and are trying to figure it out, um, as well as balancing their own Indian or South Asian heritage. So that's a little bit about me and why I do this show. But if your child sent you this this episode specifically, it's probably because you know that they're dating someone who isn't Indian or South Asian. Um, I use that term interchangeably. Um, And they're probably trying their best to explain it to you and are having a hard time. So I made this episode because it has been so, so highly requested because What you have to understand is that your kids are not trying to make you upset, that your son or daughter is extending an olive branch and trying to help you see their perspective by sending you this episode. And hopefully it helps a little bit. And I told my parents, and let me tell you, if your kids told you they have been thinking about telling you this for so long. They've probably lost sleep over it and probably more than that over how do I tell my parents? Do you know how often I get that question? Like 10 times a day. How do I tell my parents? How do I tell my parents that my boyfriend, my girlfriend, whoever is not Indian 
right? Listen, there's they were they were they probably still are so scared of how you're going to react. And it's because they love you because obviously what you think and you know feel matters to them. It's not because they're trying to make you upset or trying to bring shame on your family or you know tear apart your home or whatever you might think that they're trying to do and again like this is coming out of my head but i feel like for a lot of us we tell our parents and they don't react well and it just makes the whole situation so much more stressful and the first thing you have to get is like i want you to think about like why did you come to this country like wherever you live the uk canada australia America, wherever you are. When you came to that country, right, you picked up everything. You were probably younger than we are and you started over and you came here because you wanted to have a better life for your family. But the thing is, if you want them to have a different or better life than you, you have to let them make different choices. Otherwise, the outcomes will be the same. And yes, our culture is really good at wanting things to always be the same. But if you've lived in whatever country you're in for a while, you know that change isn't the worst thing. You've probably watched your own peers, your siblings or the people in your community grow and adapt to the culture that they're living in. And the thing you have to remember is your kids are both cultures. They're Indian and they're American. They're Bangladeshi and they're Canadian. They're Punjabi and British, like whatever culture they're in. They're a combination of both. And they're going to make choices based on the fact that they have two cultures, not just one. And they're not trying to throw their culture away by bringing home someone who isn't the same. They're, this is just the world they live in. And they probably didn't just pick some random person off the street, to be quite honest. I think one thing we have to remember is I understand that like, what will people say? What are other people going to think if I let my son or my daughter marry this other person? And here's the reality. It's going to be interesting for three minutes and then everybody's going to move on. It's going to be fine. And if anything, it might even open up your eyes to seeing that maybe we should worry less about what other people will say. Think about how much that one saying has controlled every aspect of decision-making in our community and in our culture. And how often has it really worked out? Realistically, let's think about this. Has it worked out? Sometimes it does, but you also have to look around at people your own age and what didn't work out. If you wanna make change, If you want things to change, you have to make different decisions. And when your child told you about this person, they didn't just make a decision based on what other people would think. They've probably been talking to or dating this person for more than you probably know. I didn't tell my parents about my at-the-time boyfriend for over three years. And you know what? It wasn't great. Because it means 
they're trying to make decisions about someone in a tunnel because they're so scared to tell you they're dating someone that they can't even come to you for advice. They can't say, hey, what do you think? Or, hey, we got into an argument. Like, I don't know how to fix this. Or, you know, maybe things are going great and they want to share their joy with you. Like, your first of all, your kids are not kids anymore. They're adults. We just have to come to terms with that. They're adults. And they didn't, they want to be able to come to you and talk to you about these things. And I get our culture does not allow for that depending on the relationship you have with your kids. But if you want that, if you want the kind of relationship where your kids can come talk to you and be open with you and not have to keep everything a secret. And I'm sure you did some of that when you were a kid too, because you couldn't tell your parents things. And you have to remember how incredibly stressful it is and unhelpful when it comes to building a bond between two people, whether it's between you and your kiddo or anybody else. So please keep that in mind. Um, And if they, the thing with trust is that, would you rather they lie to you just so you can live in ignorant bliss and act like, oh, my, you know, my kid is perfect and they're doing exactly what I say all the time, when in reality, they might just not be telling you because it's not worth the hassle? Or would you rather be able to trust your kid and have that open discussion and leave your judgment at the door and have the conversation and be open to the things that maybe they do, like date someone not South Asian, that makes you uncomfortable, but be able to have that open dialogue. And I want to think that brown parents have come far enough to be able to have that conversation. And I understand not all of them have. They're probably not even listening to this episode. So if you're still listening, congratulations. You're probably ahead of the game in terms of trying to have an open relationship with your kids. Um, What else? There's the whole like, so what I always try to tell people on this show is the way you control people is through shame and through fear. So think of how often the what will people say mentality is just a way to create shame in people so you can control them. So if I shame my daughter into thinking she's a terrible person for dating someone who's white, black, Hispanic, whatever, then I'll be able to control her. If that's the mindset you have, we really need to think about that. Okay. We just can't do that anymore because it impacts them in more ways than you can possibly imagine. And it will impact them even the day they leave your house because one day they will. One day they're going to leave with whoever they marry or if they choose to move out and live on their own, whatever it is, one day they will leave. And do you want them to leave carrying the shame you put on them because you wanted them to carry that? Or do you want them to leave going into the world feeling good about themselves, feeling confident that they can take on life's obstacles and whatever the world throws at them because the world is always changing. You know that. You're older than me. You know that. And if we don't learn to change and adapt, then you don't survive. That's just basic science, basically. Um, And I understand, like, my parents had an arranged marriage. My aunts and uncles all had an arranged marriage. You probably had an arranged marriage. And there's comfort in the in what is known, right? Like, this is what you did. This is what your parents did. This is the path. But 
again, we can't create change without changing the path. And just, you know, I love like Indian parents, they love saying like, well, we know we don't get divorced, white people get divorced. Do you not get divorced? Or have you made it such a shameful thing to get divorced that people would rather stay in an unhealthy marriage, stay in a marriage that is, you know, there's abuse, there's neglect, there's all these things that we're just hiding to put on a brave face and say everything's perfect. Nobody in our culture gets divorced. Like, look around you. Don't forget, forget the kids. Look around at your peers that are your age, somewhere between the ages of like 40 and 60, probably. Like, how many of them do you think or just putting on a face and acting like everything's perfect and not being able to have genuine and authentic relationships because we're busy hiding the darker parts of our relationships. Like, that's not, you're not in survival mode anymore. Like, you came to this country, you made it. You probably own a beautiful home, you have this beautiful family, and you've done so many incredible things. You moved to the other side of the planet, and your kids are so proud of you for doing that. But you you have to let them also make the choices in their life to live it. And the one big difference is Indian people, we have arranged marriages. And when you live in a Western culture like America, love is very different. Marriage is different. Nowadays, kids get married because they want to find the person they love and go right off into the sunset with them, right? And it's different than what you had. You probably didn't have a choice in who you married, or maybe you had like two or three options and you asked them a couple questions and then in two weeks you got married, right? And you made it work. You tried your best. No one gave you a guidebook. No one told you how to do it, but you made it work, right? You have this beautiful family. But your kids are going on a different route. They found someone they love, that they trust, that they think brings out the best in them. And it can be scary because it's different, but that doesn't mean it's wrong. It doesn't mean that they don't love you or that they don't want to take any of the values you've instilled in them. Like, listen, (laughs) no Indian kid is a complete disaster. Have you met a single brown kid that hasn't made it in life? Like, you guys raise kids who are hardworking and resilient and don't give up, who are so smart. I mean, we win every spelling bee. Like, Tell me someone who hasn't won the spelling bite or who has won the spelling bee that isn't brown. Like, you guys did that. You made that happen. And we are succeeding. So, like, don't think you raise kids who couldn't make decisions for themselves. Like, if your kid can get into a great university or be a doctor or maybe they're a teacher or an artist or a musician and they're still succeeding. And You have to trust that they can make decisions that aren't just like random, thoughtless choices. Like they thought about this and they were scared to tell you and they want to be able to tell you things. They want you to trust them. They don't want to throw you out of their lives. Like none of us wake up in the morning. We're like, I can't wait to never talk to my parents again. And if your child does, something has gone severely wrong. And maybe you need to look in the mirror. I'm going to be very upfront about that. Because there are 
trust me, I've been hosting this show for nearly 200 episodes, and there are definitely people who can't wait to never talk to their parents again. But you're probably not one of those parents. If your child felt comfortable enough to send you this episode in an attempt to help you understand their choices, then you probably aren't a parent who isn't at least willing to listen. And here's the thing, just because they marry someone from a different culture doesn't mean it's going to be a failure. It means it's going to be something different. They're probably going to have a combination of multiple cultures. And if you want them to see succeed, you have to be supportive. Like, if you're going to say, oh, you're dating someone who's white and now your kids aren't going to speak the language. Well, you can say that or you can be a supportive grandparent. And when those when your child has kids, you can be the grandparent that helps those kids learn the language or teaches them how to make chakratli or dosa or samosa, whatever you want to make. Okay, you can be that supportive parent and that can be the route you choose. Or you can be the parent who's just busy trashing their kid, telling them they're a failure, making them feel bad about who they date. And then you won't have any semblance of a relationship that is functional with your kids. Instead, you will end up having kids who will quite simply tolerate you. And some of them might even choose to stop doing that. And I don't think that's what you want. It's not what I want. It's not what your kids want if they're sending you this because they want to preserve what they have with you. And they want you to listen to them, quite frankly, and and actually hear them, actually hear them when they say, I trust this person, this person loves me, this guy or girl I'm bringing home has brought so much into my life that has the same values as me. And that that's why they're bringing them home. Let's be honest. Most of us were not raised <laughs> in households where we could just bring home a boyfriend and girlfriend and mom and dad would be okay with that. And that's okay. Listen, that's fine. We get it. So when we build up the courage to bring this person into our lives and tell you and attempt to bring you into this part of our lives and introduce you to this person who is so important to us, it's because we're pretty positive about who that person is. And the only way you can make the decision about someone's character, if they're going to take care of your son or daughter, if they're going to be good to you, is by meeting them, by talking to them, by being open-minded, and being willing to have a conversation that isn't going to be perfect. But as long as you keep having the conversation, you can still make progress towards getting to know them and being more comfortable with your child's decision. And if you have questions like, what about your kids? What about religion? What about this part of the culture that means so much to you? Then ask them. Your kids want to have this conversation. They just don't know how. But you can't start throwing at them that they're a bad person or they're ruining your life or they're, you know, destroying your reputation. Like, you cannot attack them. Like, that's just not conducive to a conversation. But if you have real concrete questions, ask them. The things you can't ask, quite frankly, are like, when are you getting married? That's always the first question. I feel like a lot of Indian parents, you bring someone home and it's, when are you getting married? And it's like, let's start with baby steps. Like, first, we're getting upset this person isn't Indian. And now the immediate response is get married. Like, how does that solve anything? Like, 
just because they signed a legal piece of paper doesn't mean that everything's perfect and now you know we we have we don't have to tell people that our daughter is dating instead of married like if marriage is such an important value in south asian culture which it is and we understand that then shouldn't you go about the process of vetting someone your child is bringing home with a little more effort than just when are you getting married like ask them questions have a conversation have them over for lunch or dinner i highly doubt your child is dating someone who doesn't want to try indian food people love indian food it's like basically mainstream now and yeah you might have to make it a little less spicy it's possible but guess what have them over have lunch have a conversation and I promise all those fears and anxieties about this person you made up in your head, most of them will not come to fruition. They're probably just like a normal person with like a job. And another thing about the jobs, I get it. Indian people are obsessed with raising doctors, but being a doctor will not make you happy. Okay. And I get it. It's a frivolous question for our generation to ask. Oh, we just want to be happy. And it's such a privilege to ask that question about our own lives because you guys work so hard and made so many sacrifices so we can sit here and worry about being happy. I get it. But that's just where we're at. So if you, like, you just have to understand that. Like, there's nothing we can change about, like, the fact that we want to marry someone who makes us happy and loves us and all of that. And you know what? Some people in arranged marriages did find that. But here's the other thing. Here's what we're not going to do. You cannot force them to do something they don't want to do, okay? You can't force them into an arranged marriage. You can't ignore when they bring someone to you and say, hey, this is the person I love. Just because you don't like them doesn't mean you can ignore them because, again, now you're shutting down the bridge of communication. Communication, two-way street, you have to leave it open. Your child is trying to leave it open. And you can't just, like, make it disappear. Like, you have to face it. Okay, we cannot brush it under the rug. We cannot ignore it. We can't just like force your kid to get married to someone else just to say like, oh, they married someone just like us. Like, if you love your child, if you care about them and their well-being, why would you make a throwaway decision like that just to save face? Like, you wouldn't. So just have the discussion. Meet the boyfriend or the girlfriend. And you know, make it so that your child can succeed. Like, don't make this this horrifically stressful and emotionally draining situation. It doesn't have to be. A lot of times in these situations, the reason it becomes such a pain, and I hate to be that person, is because mom and dad aren't handling it well. Because mom and dad are mad, they're angry, they're taking it out on their child, they're yelling at them, they're calling them, you know, terrible things, telling them that they're useless or they're bringing shame on the family or that they're an embarrassment. Like, none of us are trying to do that because that's how we want you to feel about us. And the thing is, it's not your kid's job to tolerate it either. Because if you start doing that and you keep doing it, the whole you're killing me, you're ruining my life, it's not about you. I'm sorry, it's just not about you. It's about your kid's happiness. And if you keep doing it, I promise you that bridge of communication will shut down. Eventually, they will stop talking. 
And eventually you will be cut off either from the communication point or from just having a healthy relationship. Do you want to be someone your kid just tolerates when they have to or someone that your kids want to be around and want to bring their grandkids around to? That's what you have to ask. The way you react to this is 100% your choice and you 100% get to decide how you want to move forward with this. You have to think about that because if you don't and you just let this become just like this point of contention that you won't get over, it's not going to mean that your child's going to break up with that person or they're going to stop talking to them or they're going to leave it. They're just going to stop telling you about it. That's the only way this goes. It doesn't mean they just start listening to you because at the end of the day, your kids are going to make their own choices. They're going to pick their own careers. They're hopefully going to pick the person they marry or where they live or whatever. You have to trust that you raise kids that can make those choices and do it without having to control every facet of their existence because they're adults now. They're not kids. They're adults. Most likely in their mid to late 20s, maybe they're in their 30s. You need to let them make their choices and you can either choose to be supportive about it or you could not. But just know that they're trying their best to have this discussion with you and Just because they're not Indian doesn't mean they're going to get divorced, doesn't mean it's not going to work out, and no one can tell you what's going to happen. I can't tell you what's going to happen. Your kids can't tell you. No one can predict the future. But at least if we go into it being supportive and open-minded, you can give it a chance of being successful and also having a better relationship with your kids who feel like they can tell you things. Because while I think my parents' generation made a lot of sacrifices and did so much to give a better life to their kids, there are so many things that they just don't seem to want to change or adjust. And I think this is one of the biggest ones. I mean, why else does this podcast exist if there weren't thousands of kids out there who didn't have a parent to tell about their relationship? So they're seeking it from a 31-year-old girl in New Jersey. Like, think about it. Be the parent that your kids can talk to. It will make all the difference. And I promise it's going to be okay. And don't worry about what other people think because you know what? All the kids are doing it these days. That's like the new trend, okay? We're just going to call it a trend, dating someone who's not brown, okay? But that's all I have. I hope this was helpful. I don't want this to be too long. And I hope you can understand where your kids are coming from and go into it with an open mind. Thanks. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Make sure if you enjoyed this episode, you leave us a review on iTunes. You can find the show on all major streaming platforms. You can find me on Instagram at disha.mazeppa. You can shop my Etsy shop, Disha Mazeppa Designs. Find out everything you want to know about this show at dishamazeppa.com. And if you or someone you know would like to be a guest, you can email bwwpspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye. This podcast is hosted and produced by Disha Mystery Mazeppa. Music for the show was created by Crexwell.